0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. It seems like it's been quite a while since I've been with you. Nevertheless, thank you as always for uh, taking the time out of your day, your life, your schedule to be with us here uh, for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show I hope that you'll stay tuned because we're getting ready to embark upon a new series that I feel is so critical and essential to where people are in their lives as we go into this month of April and the second quarter of 2021. I believe that this information is going to be very uh, pertinent to where you are in your life and just help you make some shifts and pivots and adjustments in the days to come. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll tune in over the next few weeks. I wanna take a moment and just say hello to my Apple Podcast, my Stitcher, my Spotify, my Google Podcast, my iHeart iHeartRadio, excuse me, family. Thank you so much for joining us and being here for the Jamel Sanders show. And I wanna take a moment and welcome our newest family to this platform, and that is Amazon Music and Audible. Uh, We just got distribution through them just a couple of weeks ago, and so I'm so excited that those of you with Amazon and Audible can now tune in to the Jamel Sanders show. It's so amazing to see the progression of this show. We went from a blog talk radio platform to Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, and now we're on so many different platforms around the world. iHeartRadio was always a dream, and when we got that, it was unbelievable. And now to see that the podcast has grown to Amazon and Audible and pretty much everywhere that you get podcasts, you can listen to it. It's just absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for taking your time uh, to be with us here. And if you found us on Amazon or Audible, Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jamel Sanders Show. I'd like to take a moment and just kind of speak to you about what this podcast is about. The Jamel Sanders Show is not just a show, but this is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. It is an extension of my business, of my organization, Jamel Sanders International, which was created a decade ago to empower individuals to fulfill purpose, maximize potential, and make a global impact through capacity-building systems and programs. And so uh, I've been working for the last decade with people around the world, bringing solutions to world problems, and helping to be the panacea to the social maladies of our time. I believe that the problems of our time are great, and the leadership of our time has been very limited. And so my assignment in the earth is really to help develop capacity, Uh, enhanced leaders that can go into systems and industries and make an impact. And so, you know, people were telling me for the longest that I needed to go into the podcast space, and they were saying, I feel like you have something so valuable to offer them. And I just didn't feel like uh, I belonged in the podcast space. I was listening. And the podcast, let me say this, the podcast space was very new at that time, Uh, There were not nearly as many podcasts or platforms as we have today, and so one of my favorite um, people in the world, Mr. Robert Wesley Branch, was one of those individuals that was telling me, you need to uh, create a podcast. You need to go on to blog talk. You need to do a show, and so after a while, I, I really just said, okay, let me try this. First of all, let me set a clear intention of what it is I want to do what I want this to be about and let me launch it and you know if one or two people listen we'll we'll just see what happens and to see it grow from that to all of the distribution we have today All of the countries, all of the places around the world that have listened to this podcast over the years, it's absolutely amazing to see what has happened. And in just a few weeks, we will be celebrating a decade of this podcast. So many podcasters have been out like two years, five years. To still be around for a decade and to still have people listening to the podcast after a decade is amazing. So tune in. It's coming up, I think, the third week of April. We're going to have a very, very just exclusive show that day. We're going to talk about the journey share some insights of how this platform has impacted people's lives around the world. So I really hope that you'll just tune in and be a part of it. It's going to be a celebration. We're thinking about uh, possibly doing an after show. Maybe we'll go to Clubhouse. Maybe we'll do it on Instagram Live. I don't know, but it's just going to be a day of great, Um, celebration, and I hope that you will be part of it and join us as we um, embark upon this next decade of empowerment and helping people around the world reach their uh, greatest potential. I'm super, super excited about it. So welcome all of our new listeners to the platform. I'm so excited that you have uh, taken the time to be with us and to join us here uh, for this unbelievable um, podcast and platform as we empower people around the world to reach their greatest potential. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can reach out to us, www.jamelsanders.com. That is J-A-M-E-L-L-E, com. There you can find out more about me and the work I do around the world. You can also, um, as you're doing that, you can also um find out more information about my social media platforms and how you can connect with us as we continue to endeavor to empower people around the world to reach their greatest potential. You can find all of the links to my social media platforms right there at jamelsanders.com and also you can um, find out more about the different programs and the things that we have to offer. So I look forward to connecting with you, and also sign up for the Empowerment Newsletter while you're there at jamelsanders.com. It'll be a great tool and a great benefit to your life in the days to come. So um, go connect with us. We love to do life with you. We love to hear how the message of empowerment has impacted your life, and how it's helping you on your journey to fulfilling your purpose and reaching your greatest potential. So stay tuned with us in the weeks to come. I'm so excited that our book club is back. I just announced, excuse me, the latest selection, which is The Greatest You uh, by, um, excuse me, straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, conversations by Trent Shelton is our latest book club selection. We have not done the book club in a very, very long time, but a lot of people have been asking about it and what have I been reading. So I thought it was a great opportunity to bring uh, the book club back. And so our latest selection is straight up, Honest, Unfiltered, as real as I can put it, Advice for Life's Biggest Challenges by Mr. Trent Shelton. It's a great book. It's a different book. This is not a book that you're going to uh, be able to – just read in one setting, but it is a book that will um, give you a lot of strategies and a lot of solutions for uh, breaking through cycles and mindsets and barriers to success in your life. So you're not going to be able to consume it in one setting, but what it does is it provides you with a success system. And so you can go through the book at your own pace but it's filled with exercises and different things to really help you do the work to uh, breaking those barriers and overcoming challenges in your life. So definitely get a copy. I think it's available on Audible. It's available everywhere. So it's a great resource. And then in a couple of months we'll come back and we'll have an in-depth conversation about the book and some of the insights that I've gotten Um, as a result of reading the book. So, again, it's called Straight Up, Honest, Unfiltered, as real as I can put it, Advice About Life's Biggest Challenges by Trent Shelton. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. It's a tremendous book and resource that will help you in the days to come. Um, Don't forget about uh, my latest release, of course, I just came out of a series on identity, and I told you a great resource to add to your library would be Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. Over the years, I have talked so extensively about identity, but I've never had the time to unpackage it the way that I want it to. And so I released this book, Significance, to give individuals a prophetic roadmap to understanding their true identity and doing the inner work, as I call it, to become whole and to understand your significance and worth and value in the world. There are so many people that are trying to show up in the world powerfully when they're broken and fragmented, and fragmentation is an enemy of your freedom, and so you have to do the inner work to get to a place of wholeness in your life. So that you can show up as the best version or, as I call it, the greatest expression of who you were created to be. I have not met a human being on this planet yet that is not craving value and meaning and purpose in their lives. They may not have the tools and the artillery to articulate it, but they are craving it. And so Significance is just a powerful book about wholeness and freedom and taking your personal power back. You're not going to really start enjoying your life until you take take your personal power back and there are so many people that have given their power away to circumstances and situations and challenges and people and so many different things, and this book just really delves into it, and every chapter has worth building exercises to help you do the work to becoming the best version of yourself. You can get the book from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Kindle, Nook. Most booksellers have access to the book, and I believe it's going to help you in a tremendous way. And then at the end of 2020, I released book number nine. Yes, I did say number nine. And this book is called Honor, The Law That Governs Greatness. Let me tell you something about honor. As I've been speaking with leaders around the world that are reading this book, I believe that it is one of the most powerful uh, books that I've been given about leadership because I've observed so many things over the last few decades in leadership. I've seen some things that were wonderful. I've seen some things that were horrible. And one thing that I know for certain is that the world needs honorable leadership. And so how do we live by an honor code? How do we... Um, bring honor into leadership in every facet of what we do. That's really what I wanted the premise and the thesis of this book to be. And so I wrote Honor, and Honor is just a powerful book. It takes you through um, this journey of what I call potential to power or potential to prophetic destiny. Every person has potential, but very few people get to prophetic destiny. So how do we get there? This book really delves into that journey and helps you to do the work to become an honorable leader leader in your time and in your lifetime. And so in this book, we deal with a lot of the challenges and the assumptions that come with leadership. And most of all, we help you to navigate seasons of transition and change as a leader and how to create an enduring legacy. I believe that we have a lot of success, but we don't have successors in leadership. And so I wanted to write a book that addressed some of these uh, systemic issues and provided not just insights but solutions to help us as leaders to navigate this. And so it's a powerful read. Every chapter has what I call honorable living exercises that help you do the work. And as I always do, I have different declarations and affirmations at the end of the book. So uh, get a copy of Honor. It's available through Amazon, um, Books a Million, Uh, Kindle. Most of your major booksellers have access to the book. And if you're a leader, I would get it for my team. I would get it for my department because it's just going to help their leadership and to refine their leadership in a tremendous way. And to all of you that have supported Honor, thank you so much. I've been so Um, excited to hear your stories and to know how the book is impacting your life and your journey of honor as a leader. I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into this topic of Unstuck. It's going to be a new series. It's going to be good. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. So we're starting a brand-new series today called Unstuck, excuse me, Removing the Barriers to Breakthrough. This is a very interesting time in the year because, of course, we know we're going into spring, but we're also going into the second quarter of 2021. And so this is the time of the year where we begin to look and assess and examine the last three months of our lives, And to see what have we accomplished, what have we done, what progress have we made, what resets do we need to take place in our lives in order to move forward into the things that we want to accomplish. And so what I have discovered over the years with most people is that so many people live their lives in this perpetual cycle of being stuck. And so how do we break out of the cycle of being stuck and break through the barriers that we need to achieve success and breakthrough in our lives? And so for the next few weeks, I want to just unpackage this and give us some practical insights and wisdom and strategies to help us get unstuck and help us to take our lives out of neutral and into overdrive. Because too many people that are living in the realm of neutrality And they are not living their lives in overdrive. They're not making the progress that really needs to be made. And so, I just want to delve into this a little bit. And I think that before we really begin to address this, I I want to say a couple of things. And number one, every person will experience seasons where they feel stuck in their lives. So. I don't want to give this false premise or notion that there are people that never go through a season of being stuck. We all face those seasons of being uh, stuck in our lives. You know, one of my favorite books of the Bible is the book of Romans. And what I love about Romans is that uh, Paul talks about this journey to transformation in his life. And he says this famous line. He said, the things that I don't want to do, I find myself doing, and the things that I want to do, I'm not doing them, and that there was this war in in his members, in his mind, in his internal compass of his life that was preventing him from making the uh, progress that he desired to make in his life. And so he begins to talk about this grace or this empowerment that came into his life, that helped him to overcome these challenges. And then he gives us the key to this in the book of Romans 8, and then he expounds more in the book of Romans 12, where he tells us to be renewed in our minds and that the renewing of our minds is what gives us the ability to overcome these roadblocks and obstacles in our lives. But he says something else that that, that was so interesting Uh, In the book of Romans, he talks about, um, excuse me, not in the book of Romans, but he talks about, um, particularly in the book of Romans uh, chapter 8, that in order to be victorious in this particular battle or journey, there has to come this point where we stop being led by our our flesh or, as I would call it, our emotions, our um, our intellect, our feelings, even patterns of behaviors in our lives. And we have to move into this point of being spiritually empowered individuals. And so a lot of times when we're stuck in our lives, we begin to look at all of the external factors and variables. But what I have discovered is that when I'm stuck in my life, This is an opportunity for me to look within. This is an opportunity for me to look at the internal drivers and variables in my life and to really take the time to assess and to determine what is going on with me internally because everything that is being projected externally is a prophetic fulfillment of what is happening internally. I want you to get that. Everything that is happening externally is a prophetic indicator of what is happening internally. And so if we really want to assess and gauge where we are in our lives, we have to begin to look at the behaviors that are taking place externally and let that be uh, a teacher and a guide to what's really happening on the inside. A lot of times we – miss the connotation of what's really happening. We don't understand that what's happening on the outside is simply a reflection of what's going on on the inside. And so many times we put a greater emphasis on our outer world than our inner world. And so if you follow my work over the years, you know that I will tell you that change is not on the external. Change always happens on the inside. And so if there is something that is stuck in our lives, we have to begin to look internally at what's going on in our world so that we can begin to address those factors. And we can begin to move our lives to the next level or to the next place. So that's the first thing I want to float as a balloon. The second thing I want to float as a balloon to you is that you have to understand this very important principle. Now, I wrote about this in a new blog, and it's going to be coming out next week, and I hope you'll take a moment and look at it. I normally release it on Tuesday. But one of the things that I talk about in this piece, and it was so good that I know I'm going to have to write about it further, but one of the things I have discovered about transformation in our lives is that any time we want to see transformation, there are three faculties that we have to take the time to address. And so I want to stay here for a moment, and I'm going to try to move through this quickly because I have a place I want to land. But this is what I want you to get. When you're making a, a big shift or a pivot in your life, you have to understand that every transformation will require the engagement of these three faculties. First of all, you have to engage emotionally. Secondly, you have to engage physically. And then thirdly, you have to engage psychologically. Now, I said that out of order, so let me correct the order. First, you have to engage emotionally. Then you engage psychologically. And then you engage physically. Now, what do I mean by this? What most people don't understand emotions up and away. If you live an emotionally led life, you're going to live a life all over the place because your emotions will lead you in every direction possible. But what we don't understand is that when we only engage emotionally, we engage at the lowest level for transformation. Write that down. When you engage only emotionally, you engage at the lowest level for transformation. So in this article, I begin to talk about this. The reason that most people abandon their dreams and give up on their goals and let go of their aspirations is because they only engage emotionally. It's one of the reasons that most people never stick to their New Year's resolutions. They start out excited on January 1st, by January 15th. They're back in the same patterns and routines and repeating the same cycles. Why? Because it was an emotional commitment, but they never committed at the other levels. And so if you want to see change in your life, if you're feeling stuck, it cannot just be emotional. It cannot just be about your feeling because this is the lowest level of engagement And you're not going to make the shift that you need to make in order to move your life to the next level. The second pillar that I just talked about, you have to engage psychologically. Now, if you have followed my work, you know I love the mind. I talk about the mind all the time. There's nothing that I do that's not connected to the mind in some way. Because what has worked for me over these decades is that when I get my mind engaged in something that I want to accomplish – nothing is able to stop that thing from happening. But when I don't engage my mind, those things don't manifest, and there's no progress that is ever made. So you have to engage psychologically. What do I mean by engaging psychologically? I'm not talking about simply thinking of a thing. I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. But engaging psychologically is walking through that phase, that process, that journey step-by-step in your mind, choreographing, strategizing, getting the tactical approach that you need to see that thing move from a hope to a manifestation in your life. That's where most people don't want to go. Why? Because they suffer from mental fatigue. And so why do they suffer from mental fatigue? Because they've never developed the muscle of their mind. Your mind is it's a muscle, but more than that, it's we have to understand that our memory, there's tissue in our memory. And so as we begin to take certain actions or be consistent in certain things in terms of disciplines and behaviors, that it begins to inform the tissues in our body and the memory in our mind of that thing until it becomes a part of us and who we are. And so what happens is that people don't understand how to break a cycle. Uh, You don't break a cycle by good intentions. You don't break a cycle because you get excited. You don't break a cycle because you feel good. You break a cycle through consistency. And the problem is that most people are consistent in the wrong things. And so if you're not consistent in the right things, you're going to get results, but you're not going to get the results that you want to see. And so you have to move from that emotional engagement to the psychological engagement. Now, let me get back to this. Why do people suffer from mental fatigue? They suffer from mental fatigue, excuse me, mental fatigue because they don't want to walk through the journey of what it's going to take to accomplish what they want to do. So many people over the years have brought me their goals or their vision or their aspiration of what they want to do. And so what my job as a life strategist is, is to help you to break that down into chunks where it is digestible and manageable and actionable for you. And so when I begin to break down what it is that they want to accomplish and give them the timeline and table of how to do this, most people say, oh, that's just too much. I don't want to do that. So remember, we just talked about mental fatigue. And so when they begin to think about the cost of what it's going to take for that thing to happen in their lives, that's where most people give up. Because we love the dream, but we don't like the work that comes with the dream. And the dream without the work is going to produce disappointment. The dream with the work is going to produce fulfillment. And so you have to determine what you want now. Are you willing to suffer the pain of change today to see the progress and the realization of what you want tomorrow. You have to determine what you want. And as long as you're not clear about what you want, you're going to repeat the same cycles and patterns in your life over and over. So we talked about the engagement of the emotion, which is at the lowest level, engagement of the physio- the psychological, which is the next level, and then you have to engage at the physical level. Why? Because your body is going to always follow your belief. Your emotion is always going to follow your mindset. So whatever your mind is meditating on is going to determine the movement and the direction of your life. So the physical part is the last part because your mind has to buy into it first. You buy into a dream or a goal through your belief system. Write that down. You buy into a dream or a goal through your belief system. So if you have not bought in in your belief That thing is not going to move toward physical action and a reality in your life. And so what happens is that most people only make the emotional connection. They never get the psychological. They never get the physical. Why? Because until you engage your belief system, you'll never engage your will. Write that down. Without the engagement of your belief system, you cannot engage your will. Your will follows your thoughts. Your will follows your thoughts. Your conduct follows your consciousness. So whatever your consciousness is, is what the conduct and the behavior of your life is going to follow with. And so the reason that more people are not living the life that they want to live is because we have not moved from desire into this realm of discipline, to this realm of doing. Why? Because emotion is the desire realm, the psychological realm is the discipline realm, the physical realm is the doing part. But what we miss is that this second metric of the psychological is the most important because if we never move from the desire to the discipline, we never get to the doing, and we never get to the being, and we never get to the becoming. And so we're talking about this whole thing of getting unstuck. But in order to understand getting unstuck, you first have to understand this framework. You have to understand that emotional engagement is the lowest level. Psychological engagement is the second level but the most important level. And then if you master the psychological, the physical action will come and you'll get the result that you want to see in your life. So you have to understand this psychological construct before you can really understand what it means to get unstuck and to see certain things manifest and become a reality in your life. But that was a lot, I know. So, In saying that, let me take these remaining moments and try to discuss this first part of of getting your life unstuck. And the first piece is you have to take the time to acknowledge where you are. You know, one of the things I've discovered is that a lot of people love to talk of their lives in prophetic uh, futuristic terms. In other words, we love to talk about the expected end and where we want to be, but nobody wants to take the time to assess where they are. And if we can't assess, excuse me, where we are, then we cannot make the progress to get to where it is that we want to be in our lives. And so I want to spend these moments kind of just unpackaging what it means to acknowledge where you are. Now, before we un- really unpackage this, let me float this as a balloon to you as well. You have to understand that for every excuse that you make for where you are in your life today, you're missing out on the opportunity to execute on where you want to be tomorrow. So excuses, as I often say, are just monuments or memorials that we build uh, to mediocrity in our lives. And so every time we make excuses, we just perpetuate the same cycles of mediocrity and frustration over and over again in our lives. And so you have to determine what, what what the reality of it is. Do you really want this outcome? Do you really want to see this happen? Or do you want it in theory, but you're not really devoted to what it takes to see that thing become a reality in your life? So we have to take this time to acknowledge where we are. And so I want to ask you a question today. Where are you? Not in the future, not in the hopes of your heart and the dreams of where you want to be in your life, but where are you? And when I'm talking about acknowledging where you are, I want to look at this from a four-point process. We've we've talked about three of them already. we talked about the emotion. I want to know where you are emotionally. Are you emotionally healthy and stable and balanced? And then I want to talk about where are you psychologically. Is there psychological congruency in your life? Um, Or are your thoughts toxic and unhealthy to where it is that you truly want to be? And then I want to talk about where are you uh, physically, where are you physically in relationship to your goals and where you want to be? And then the other place is where are you spiritually? Where are you in your faith, in your walk with God, in your belief system regarding your faith and what you believe? So where are you? You have to acknowledge where you are if you want to get unstuck in your life. You know, a lot of times we don't like this part of assessing and acknowledging where we are, and we don't like it because it forces us to have to take responsibility for where we are in our lives. It's very easy to We fill ourselves with hopes and dreams and aspirations of our future and our destiny, but it's very difficult for most people to take responsibility for where they are in their lives. The reality is that you are where you are for two reasons. Number one, you are where you are because of the decisions that you've made. If you've read my book, Upgrade Your Mind, I tell you that we live in a choice cosmos. We live in a decision domain. So your reality and everything about your reality is a reflection of the choices and the decisions that you made. If you don't like the course your life is taking, you have to change the choices that you are making. Your choices are determining your cycles. Your choices are determining your relationships constellation, your choices are determining your capacity, and most of all, your choices are determining whether you will fulfill the call and the assignment that is on your life. Now, I don't even have time to unpackage that because that in itself is a whole nother. But the the other reason that you are where you are is because you want to be there. Now, I know there are some people that will resist me and say, no, I don't. I don't want to be there. But the reality is this is what I've discovered in the last 20-plus years, and it's this. If you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. What is the one thing that you can do that can change your life? Let me tell you what the number one thing for me was. I could change my thinking. And if I could change my thinking, I could change my entire trajectory of my life, and I could change my entire life and the way that my life is lived and who I was becoming. So what is the one thing that you need to change that can change everything about your life? And if you can change your thinking, then guess what? You can begin to take responsibility for your life, and then you can begin to redesign your world, restructure your reality, and you can create whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life. But none of that happens without acknowledging where you are. One of my favorite scriptures in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says, that when i was just a child i thought as a child i reasoned as a child i understood as a child but when i became full grown or mature i put away childish things in order to acknowledge where you are it requires two things it requires vulnerability and it requires responsibility In order to acknowledge where you are, you have to be vulnerable. Vulnerable deals with authenticity. Authenticity deals with who you really are and not who you portray yourself to be because we have two different facets of ourselves. We have the facet of our true self and who we really are, and we have the, the facet of our scripted reality of who we portray ourselves to be in the world. And this is what I tell people when they come to me for a real heart-to-heart soul conversation. I say, am I talking to your true self or am I talking to the scripted reality of who you have portrayed yourself to be? Because if I'm talking to the scripted version of yourself, Nothing that I say is going to have any relevance in your life or in your future because why? This version of yourself is not listening to what I'm saying. So am I talking to your true self or the scripted reality of who you say you are? If we're talking to your true self, then we can get vulnerable, and vulnerability is a catalyst to your healing. Write that down vulnerability is a catalyst to your healing. One of the things that I have seen over the last few decades if I, as I've walked and talked with people over the years is that those individuals that are willing to get vulnerable about where they are in their lives are those individuals that get healed and get whole. Those that continue to operate in this scripted version, they never get healed, they keep the mask on, and ultimately they self-destruct. Because as I tell people, you are a slave to your secrets and you are sick because of your secrets. So as long as we keep these masks and these secrets about our lives and we tell ourselves that we're okay, you're going to continue to perpetuate, it's going to keep you sick and it's going to ultimately destroy your life. And so you, you, you have to make a decision, am I going to be vulnerable? And then once you get vulnerable, you can move to the next level of responsibility. What I have discovered is that responsibility requires maturity because vulnerability leads us into maturity, and then maturity leads us into responsibility. And so when we take responsibility for our lives, responsibility not only changes the realm that you live from ability revolutionizes the quality of your life. Write that down revolution changes the realm that responsibility changes the realm that we live from, but responsibility also revolutionizes the quality of our lives. And so if you want your life to be different, it begins with what you are willing to take responsibility for. And so you are where you are because of the choices that you've made. If you don't like the choices you're making, that change your choices and change the course of your life. If you want to shift the cycle, you shift the choices that you are making. It's not difficult. It's that most people are not willing to make that commitment because in order to do that, in order to change a choice, let me me just say this, in order to change a choice, a decision, a trajectory, you have to address a psychological construct. That psychological construct is based on your core values and principles as a human being. That construct is based on your identity and your understanding of who you are. Those choices are based on your understanding of your power as an individual. Those choices are based on your history. They are based on pathologies in your family line. They're based on seven or more different metrics that I can begin to talk about that frames the psychological construct from which a decision is made. And so if you want to make different decisions, we first have to get to the psychological construct because there is no breakthrough in your life without addressing a belief system. Write that down. There is no breakthrough in your life without addressing a belief system. And so if we're going to talk about getting your life unstuck, we're dealing with pillar number one, which is acknowledging where you are. And in order to acknowledge where you are, we talk about how you have to understand that you are where you are because of your choices and you are where you are because you choose to be there. And so we have to understand that it's only through vulnerability and maturity and responsibility that we can move from where we are to where we want to be. See, that's my assignment as a life strategist. It's not just to spew out information because there are many people that will give you information, but they don't give you the how-tos to make transformation happen in your life. You need tools. That's why you're listening to this podcast because you need tools to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Some of you never heard that before. Your psychological construct. Is the key to the choices that you're making in your life. If we can deal with your psychological construct, we can not only change the cycles, we can change the, the, the choices that you're making in your life, and we can see your life begin to move in a different direction. And so we have to take the time to acknowledge where we are. Now, that's a lot of work. It's not simple. It's not one, two, three, blink, and it's done. But if you're willing to get vulnerable, if you're willing to be mature, if you're willing to take responsibility, you can move from where you are to where you want to be. But it doesn't just happen. It requires a transparency on your part that most people are not willing to get that vulnerable. And whatever you're not getting willing to get real about will become future regret in your life. Whatever we're not willing to get real about is going to produce regrets in our lives because that thing is going to continue to own us, and whatever owns us oppresses us and robs us of our prophetic destiny and future. And so you have to make the decision to acknowledge where you are, not where you want to be, not what you want to do, not what you want to accomplish. We know that. But in order to get there, you have to do the work. And in order to do the work, you got to move from the emotional level to the psychological level. That means a maturity has to happen. It's not about how I feel because a lot of times we get stuck in our feeling of being right, but your feeling of being right is forfeiting the reality that you desire to see in your life. It's not enough to feel right. You cannot just feel justified, and you may be justified, but your justification is keeping you stuck. You're not healed just because you're justified or you're right. And so you have to move from your emotion to how am I going to do the work psychologically to get where I want to be. So you have to begin to acknowledge where you are. I think that's an important first step because we could delve into a lot, and we're going to go deep into this. There are a couple of pillars that we're going to deal with over the next few weeks to help you. But the first thing you have to do is acknowledge where you are. You cannot move forward in your life until you first know where you are. And so you got to take the time, get vulnerable, get real, do the work that's going to help you move from where you are to where you want to be. And so in my closing moments today, this is what I want to share with you. I want you to understand that if you're really serious about transformation in your life, you got to stop just engaging emotionally, and you've got to make the decision to engage psychologically and understand that all transformation begins with the way that you think. And if we can change the way you think, we can change the entire trajectory that your life is taking. But if we never take the time to examine the mind, We will only extend cycles of misery and frustration and disappointment in our lives. You have to understand that there are a series of choices, there are a series of decisions that have brought you to where you are today. And until you are willing to get vulnerable, until you're willing to mature and to take the responsibility for where you are in your journey, you cannot really move your life forward to the next level. And you have to understand that this acknowledgement is the first step to you altering the trajectory and the course of your life forever. I know I've shared a lot today. I've unpackaged a very heavy topic in the time that I had. But I hope that in something that I was said, that the spark will come on, the light will flash, and you'll realize that this is something that I have to be willing to take the responsibility for in order to reverse the cycle and to move my life in a different direction. The reality is we don't change the psychological construct. We cannot change the choices, and we cannot change the cycles that we are creating in our lives. You have to understand that all change begins with you and that you are the catalyst for all change that will take place in your life. I'm excited about this series. I believe that this is a powerful, powerful time uh, for people to understand that you have the power to transform your life and your reality and to do something meaningful uh, in your lifetime and in your generation. I believe that you have the power to script a new narrative and a new reality for your life in the days to come. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the Jamel Sanders podcast. I look forward to seeing you again in the future. Continue to stay devoted to your journey and doing the work to become the best version of yourself. I'll see you again real soon. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back next week to empower you more to live a greater greater life. Thank you. I'll see you in the future.